1: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. And time, 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 right? The time is now. What time is it? Hey, it's time for Like It Matters Radio. How much time do we got, John? How much, right? Time, 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 right? Time is fleeting, as we say. And today on Like It Matters Radio, let us stop. And consider this word called time. You know, we all have a limited amount of time on this planet. The way we spend our time is the way we'll be remembered, let's be honest. And as a leader, we must know the time. We must uh, be aware of our time. We must be able to manage our time. We must be able to invest our time. We must be able to make the most of our time. And so time is very important. And when I say time, remember there's two Greek words that are translated into time, our English word time. There is kairos and there is Chronos, right? A chronos time is the time on your watch. But kairos time is the time that we're in, the dispensation. You know, when uh, it's go time, you know, it's a lunch time. Right? It's a certain time. It's not a certain time on the clock but it's a certain time to get something done and it seems like time is an interesting commodity to many people think about it when people feel there is lots of time left it has little value however when time is short got it when there's very little time left it greatly increases the value of time and so we all need to in our examined lives remind ourselves or ask ourselves the question how are we spending our time. You know, everything can be replaced except your Messiah and your time, right? You can't replace your savior because there's only one in time. You can get a new heart, you can get a new head, you can get a new wife, you can get a new radio station, you can get a new radio host, you can get a new radio program, you can get a new house, you can get a new girlfriend or boyfriend, you can get a new child, you can get a new pet, dot, 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 right? But God is omniscient, and if you don't know what that word means, it means perfect knowledge. That means God cannot learn anything, and God knows our first day and our last day before we are even a cell. It's already been pre-designed, already laid out, and so we only have a certain amount of time, and we never know when is our last time unless we take our own life, right? And in my training, the first thing they see in, in, this, in their manual is this quote. It's unknown who wrote it, but I love it. It says, It's 1159 on the clock of destiny, and you've only got a minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced upon you, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to you to use it. You'll suffer if you lose it, give account if you abuse it. It's only a minute, but eternity is in it. And it's so, so true. And then uh, Robert Smith wrote a poem called The Clock of Life. You hear that clock ticking, right? That's the clock of life. And it says, The clock of life is wound but once, and no man has the power to tell just when the hands will stop, at late or early hour. To lose one's wealth is sad indeed, to lose one's health is more, to lose one's soul is such a loss that no man can restore. The present only is our own, so live, love, toil with a will. Place no faith in tomorrow, for the clock may then be still. And it's a bank account, ladies and gentlemen. How you invest your time equates to how you're remembered. We mortgage our time. It's called a job, right? It's called an investment, ROI, return on investment. And are you getting a good ROI on your time? Is your family getting a good investment uh, return? Is your God getting a return on his time that he put you here? Remember, God chose some of us. He didn't choose everybody. He chose some and didn't choose others. God will have mercy on who will have mercy on. And God saved us and kept us here. God called us out, the Ecclesiastes, right, with the called out ones and put us here. And so we have so much time. Even when Jesus, and many times when he walked this planet, when they wanted to take him at the wrong time, Jesus said that it is not the appointed time. And right now we are in a time called the time of the Gentiles. And once the fulfillment of the number of the Gentiles is complete, then we're going to a new time called Jacob's shovel. And I don't plan on being here. Hopefully John's not here and Lee's not here either because we'll be with our father while the rest of you go through this seven-year great tribulation. Amen. Imagine there is a bank. That credits your account each morning with $86,400. It carries over no balance from day to day. Every evening, it deletes whatever part of the balance you have failed to use during that day. What would you do? You would draw out every cent, of course. And each of us has such a bank. It's called time. Each morning, it credits you with 86,400 seconds. Every night, it writes off as loss whatever of this you have failed to invest in good purpose. It carries over no balance. It allows no overdraft. Each day, it opens a new account with a new balance for you. Each night, it burns the remains of that day. So if you fail to use that day's deposits, the loss is yours. There's no going back. There's no drawing against tomorrow. You must live in the present on today's deposits. Invest it to get from it the utmost in health and happiness, success, and the clock is running. The time is now. We must make the most of today. Remember, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. And if you're to live a significant life, you must realize the value of time, this important commodity. To realize the value of one year, just ask a student who failed a grade. To realize the value of one month, ask a mother who gave birth to a premature baby. To realize the value of one week, you'd have to go back a little bit in time, but ask the editor of a weekly newspaper. To realize the value of one hour, Ask two lovers waiting to meet, maybe even for the first time or for a renewed time, to realize the value of one hour, I'm sorry, one minute. Ask a person who missed a plane, train, or an important appointment. To realize the value of one second, ask a person who just avoided an accident or swerved at the right time Or put something down right as that police officer was driving by (laughs) to realize the value of one millisecond. Ask the person who won a bronze or silver instead of gold in the Olympics. See, this is what we must value our time. We must treasure our time. We must treasure every moment we have. We have it for a purpose. God is omnipurpose. He has multiple purposes. There's a reason for us to be here. We have so much time. And what we do with that time, we will be judged. At the end of time, when God's wrapping everything up, they'll, they'll stand before a judgment seat, either the white throne judgment of God or the beam of seat of Christ. And each one's about our time. What did you do with your time? Did you turn it over to the Lord God, our Savior? And allow him to use you and his your time became his time? Or are you so busy building your kingdom on this planet that your time is your time and nobody tells you what to do with your time? Because there comes a time at the end of our lives where we're going to be lying in a box in front of the room. And there's going to be people that go up and talk about the time that we spent on this planet. And you know what they're going to cherish the most? Is the time that you spent in relationship with them. Think of the 24 hours of time that every single human being is given. And think about how are you investing that time? And do you have a sense of urgency on that time? And that's what we're doing today, ladies and gentlemen. We're considering this concept called time. I'm Black. We'll be right back i got no time for the jibber-jabber.
0: That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over.
1: This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you.
0: Sightseeing in Paris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
2: Some of your favorite pastors and authors are bringing you their most popular devotionals free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend focused time in God's Word. Sign up for daily devotionals from crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox with devotionals for parenting, singles, women, and more. Crosswalk.com provides spiritual growth for every stage of life. Crosswalk.com is a division of Salem Media Group.
0: Join the Freedom Insider Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit freedom1570.com today. Just click on Fan Club.
3: Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening.
2: For probably
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're talking about this powerful commodity called time. What we do with our time. You know, we ask people this all the time. Uh, You know, how'd your weekend go? Or what'd you do over the weekend? Or what, what happened last night? People are asking you, what did you do with your time? Uh, And let's be honest, time goes really fast for a lot of people. Matter of fact, in my training, I teach people how to steal time because most people waste time. They miss time. You know why? Because they're not consciously in the now moment. They're in some yesterday that's already over. They're in some tomorrow that's not guaranteed. But there's only one place we can live our lives and that is in this place called the now moment. That is where commitment takes place. That is where passion takes place. That is where change takes place, right? It doesn't take place in yesterday. It doesn't take place in tomorrow. It takes place now. And so the, the quote I love, I think the guy's name is uh, Michael uh, Josephson and he's uh, the book is Character Counts. He says, so people who pursue significance are concerned with making the most out of their lives. you hear what that's saying? using their time most valuably. They help others not only for the sake of those they help, but for their own sake. When we use our mental material resources to make a positive difference in the lives of others, we are rewarded with a sense of satisfaction that's hard to get any other way. Success can produce pleasure, but only significance can generate fulfillment. And to me, that's what uh, it is. It's about taking this thing called time and then using it, for other people's good. It's about, what do you think, sacrifices. Sacrifice is taking something of value and giving it up for something of great value, right? I mean, when you go to Lent, you know, when you study for Easter, you know, you you give up something you give up maybe maybe being on the computer you give up chocolate whatever it is and in that time when you would normally eat chocolate or go on the computer the concept of lent is that you will spend that time instead of doing those things on focusing on god not going to on what your flesh wants yeah and you say your flesh ain't going to do it right right now i'm uh getting in shape so i'm uh, dieting and boy this whole uh Intermittent fasting, and boy, you know, from six thirty at night, not eating, uh, and then till eleven o'clock in the morning, and. I thought I was doing pretty good with my time and what I was putting in my mouth at what time. And then I found out that I'm not supposed to be even drinking anything that has any caloric value. And I go, oops, I don't think I'm doing it right. <laughs> right? So I got to watch oops. the clock. But remember, when we talk about time, there are two things, right? Kronos and Kairos. With Kronos, we count our years, while with Kairos, we make our years count. Right? And that's what we're in today. We're in a weird time. You know, I saw this true, true story. I saw this, that Ronald McDonald House. Can you believe this? This is the Ronald McDonald House. I just saw this post and it just broke my heart. Uh, This gentleman whose son has um, leukemia, five years old, and he just posted this on Facebook. They're getting evicted from Ronald McDonald House. Quote, all tenants, adults, and children over the age of five who are not vaccinated, are out by the end of January. They're what? kicking everybody out around McDonald House if they are, didn't get the jab. Wow. What time are we in? How absolutely wicked and vile this guy posed. You can watch me confront this wicked manager to her face. They are evicting my son, this is from the guy, with leukemia, and other children or adults who are suffering with sick children into the snow. Quote, He said the COVID cult is far more dangerous than COVID. If they will evict families with cancer, what won't they do? Please share this out. If anybody can get me connected with someone, I'm willing to fight this and expose it any way I can. Man, that just breaks my heart. You know what else? You know, talk about a weird time that we live in. You know what I just saw? In Turkey, they are putting virtual reality on cows. It says the metaverse is already here for cows. And it's really sad. Cows in Turkey are entering the matrix to create more milk. In Turkey, a rancher has begun putting virtual reality headsets on some of his cattle to see if the animal produces more milk when they, quote, believe they are outside in a nice, sunny field. Early results from the experiment are positive. But the actual side of seeing a cow living in the metaverse, uh, uh, it, it can be so it can produce even more milk for humans is sad. The guy who wrote the article says reminds me of the Matrix and is a strong argument against the metaverse itself. And here's the sad part. You ready for this? The cow, the t- test on two cows because in wintertime they're in they're indoors because they got snow and all that. And so they put these virtual reality headsets on these cows. It's a cool picture. You should look it up. Uh, And these cows believe that they're outside in a sunny field. And you ready for this? The two cows they did this on produce close to 25% more milk each day. Yeah. Like from 22 liters to 27 liters. Because that cow believes it's outside. Isn't that stunning? I mean, I'm just blown away. These are the times that we're living in. I mean, we're getting ready to populate outer space. Uh, How about this one? Carbon collects mechanical tree selected for U.S. Department of Energy Award, a passive carbon capture system based on the research uh, of an engineer professor at Arizona State University. And what they are is they are fake trees. They are mechanical trees, and what they do is they collect carbon. And man, it's supposed to be phenomenal. The mechanical tree is based on propriety technology developed by Lackner, a pioneer in the field of direct air capture. It acts like a tree that is thousands of times more efficient at removing CO2 from the air. Wow. The mechanical tree allows the captured gas to be sequestered or sold for reuse in a variety of applications, such as synthetic fuels, enhanced oil recovery, or in food, beverage, and agricultural industries that is strange that is a strange time that we live in where people would rather exist than live people would rather wear a mask hide from everybody and do all that and this is the problem what are we doing with our time you know our kids have an important time where they're in adolescence when they're children that time is spent and it can't be replaced. By the time a child is six years old, by that time, by the time they've been on this planet for five years times three hundred and sixty five days, right, you can see that's about twenty thousand days, right? They have a majority of their map of reality in place. Don't tell me this time matter, it doesn't matter. For two years. People are masking up. They can't see their kids. They're afraid to touch each other. Uh, They're afraid to go to school. Uh, My son, when he heard COVID or he had a fever, my little boy, six-year-old, when he had a fever, he got a flu bug, uh, he started crying when his mom told him he got a fever because the school tells them fevers, the number one thing, get a fever, don't come to school and get a fever. Now they think if they get a fever, they're going to die. So this is very, very interesting time. And we got to realize what we do with our time has value. And there's a time for you. You were created for this time. There's such a time as this. That's what the book of Ruth is about. I'm sorry, the the book of Esther is about. There's such a time as this. See, Isaiah 6 too, one of my favorite passages in the Bible, Isaiah 6, where Isaiah has an image. He gets a vision of God in the throne room. And he sees these six wings, cherubim, uh, in the presence of God. Two are to, to cover their eyes, to cover hide from God's Shekinah glory. Two are to cover their feet, which represent their creaturehood, because we touched the ground. And then two are to fly with. And what that told me as I studied that was that God knows the environment that he's going to place his creatures. And God makes his creatures successful for the time and the place that He's going to put them in. And so those angels are going to be in the presence of God. and so they knew they had to have their eyes covered because you couldn't it's like looking into the sun, you can't look directly in the sun, you can't see the face of God or you will die. And they had to cover the impurity of its feet because, uh, uh, be holy as I am holy, uh, around God, the father, you, there cannot be anything unholy. There cannot be a presence of sin. It would defile him, And so it can't happen. And then two to fly. Think about this fish were going to be put in the water for a time. And so they had to have gills and fins right? Birds were going to be placed in air for a time. So they got wings and they have light skeletal systems. You have been placed in this time for a season. You have time to do something. You can't control what's going on outside, but you can control what you do with your time. And this is what's so critical. There's a time to laugh and there's a time to cry. You ever hear that? It's called Ecclesiastes 3, one of my favorite books in the Bible, and that is what it's talking about is Kairos and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to tear, and a time to sow, a time to keep silent, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. See, Chronos measures minutes and hours. Kronos is about being at the right place at the right time on the clock. The time for a meeting, time to go to work, time to be at work, time to pick someone up. It is specific as to a spot on the daily schedule. But Chronos is about respect. Kairos is about opportunity. See, Kairos measure moments, not minutes. Kairos is about moments in time. It refers to the right moment, the opportune moment, the perfect moment. At Like It Matters, one of my favorite sayings we have, the time is now. See, the time is now is a merging of Kairos and Kronos. When anybody in class asks me or my staff what time it is, I'll always restate I'll say, Miss Black, the time is now, and I'll pause. And then she'll pause, and she'll repeat it. The time is now, and she'll give the time that's on her clock. She'll give Kronos. But what we're saying before we ever get to Kronos is Kairos. The time is now. That's what time is. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm challenging you. The time is now. You need to step up. You need to stand up. You need to speak up. Because if not you, then who? And if not now, then when? Because planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. I'm Black. We'll
2: be back in plenty of time. We are all in the construction business. Constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project.
3: Hey, can we get that backhoe?
0: Did you know that the Freedom 1570 mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on the app that will automatically start streaming Freedom 1570 at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake up with Matt Ray or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free Freedom 1570
3: app today. There
1: comes a time in each man's life when he can't even believe his own eyes. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and you are in my world. Speaking about the world of Mr. Black, hey, we do a bi-weekly podcast, which is much different than this radio show. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, you just search for Living Life Like It Matters. Living Life Like It Matters is bi-weekly. Mondays is story time with Mr. Black. I share a nice story, uh, and then there's a message uh, from the story. They're usually... You know, 5 to 15 minutes, pretty small. And then on Thursdays, uh, I have a uh, a full-blown uh, podcast. That's uh, 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, and I recorded uh, tomorrow's podcast yesterday called The People Business. Uh, and I uh, want you know it's a great, great, great podcast. You want to listen to it. And I'll actually be uh, running that radio show as well on Friday. Now, the difference between the podcast and the radio show ties well into this word called time. You see, John and I are on a clock. John and I don't get to decide what to do with our time at all times. Now, we are given certain chunks of time that we can do whatever we want under FCC guidelines. Right, John? We can't say certain words, right? We can't do certain things. But we are given so much time where we can speak legal things. But there is other time that we can't access. You know, there's a break at quarter after each hour, and then this show... Uh, at a uh what is eleven fifty eight fifty goes hard break to where now it does the station wrap up and all that, so once we get to ten fifty eight fifty one I might still have more to say to you, but John and I have been cut off. We no longer have control of that time. the time is now under the control of a bigger power a bigger source. anybody get the picture yet just like life, just like god god's given us a certain time. We are in the time of the Gentiles. We are still in the, the, the dispensation called mercy and grace. But there is going to come a time when this time comes to a close. And then the next time will be Jacob's trouble. And it's just like when we go to a hard break. On the quarter after, 30 after, 45 after, and then 1058, 58 or 1158, 58, where all of a sudden that time is no longer, we cannot control it. We cannot access it, we cannot change anything, we cannot do anything. And that time is coming soon in the world. And so man, we're on a rescue mission telling you, first and foremost, I'm a man of God. Reach out to me, Mr. Black, at likeitmattersradio.com. If you don't know uh, your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, if you got some God questions, reach out to me. Let me help because time is running short. And the time of the Gentiles, the time of grace and mercy that we live in is coming to a close. Uh, and the time of Jacob's trouble uh, is before us. And once we get to that time, uh, those that are in time, that are still on this planet, uh, two-thirds are going to go through some hell. One-third might make it. Uh, I don't plan on being here. You know, time is this interesting thing. Author Joan uh, Chitster tells the following story of a conversation between a wise one uh, and their disciple. Where shall I look for enlightenment? The disciple asked. Here, the wise one said. When will it happen? The disciple asked. It's happening right now. The wise one answered. Then why don't I experience it? Because you don't look. What should I look for? Nothing. Just look. Look at what? At anything your eyes light on. But must I look in a special way? No. The ordinary way will do. But don't, don't I always look the ordinary way? No. You don't. But why ever not? Because to look, you must be here. And you are mostly somewhere else. See, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of us waste our time because we're never in the now moment. The way I say it in my training is that most people, and I've intimately walked with 15,000 people, so I have a pretty big pool to choose from. I know what I'm talking about. Most people are deaf, numb, and blind. Deaf, numb, and blind. What I mean by that is most people are looking But they're so busy judging, they're not really seeing the person. Most people have the biological ability to hear. The the tympanic membrane vibrates and sends other people's sounds and words into signals and sounds and words in your ear. But most people don't listen well at all. See, right now you're all touching something. Maybe you're touching a steering wheel. Maybe you're touching a pen. Maybe you're touching a book. But let's be honest. Most people stopped feeling a long time ago anything but pain and resentment, regret, resistance. Think about that. To be given time but not live your time. I got to tell you, in my leadership training, you can read about it at likeitmatters.net. Man, I have had people come to me uh, and uh, uh, just blown away. By when they say to me, well, you know, my life's this, my life's that. What can I do here? You know, what can I do that? And they really think that what could 48 hours do? What could 48 hours do to my life? It's such a short amount of time. And the difference is what I teach people in that time. And how I teach people to be fully present in that time. And when people leave my training, they're now fully present in the now moment. Time slows down. they' they're more aware' they're, they're seeing things that were always there that, nev- that they never saw. Uh, they're They're listening and they're actually now hearing things that were always being said, but they never heard them. right? Uh, they're experiencing feelings and connections with people that they haven't experienced or maybe in a long time or never experienced at all. See, it, it changes people's perspective on time that you're not here just to waste time. That you're only here for a short time and that your time on this planet will have the greatest impact when you're fully present in that time. Just last night, I woke up this morning to this email uh, from Marsha Delp. It says, hello, sir. I just wanted to reach out to you. I've been struggling pretty bad lately, knowing that I once had a happiness and understanding of what I wanted in life and how I was going to begin the path of getting there after your class. I was the happiest I've ever been in my life. I had the realization just a few days ago, and this past weekend I cleaned out my closet and found a book I purchased that you wrote called Becoming Your Dreams. I've been reading scriptures again and praying, and it's helping. But tonight when I laid down for bed I wanted something else to read, something I could learn from as well, so I grabbed your book. I have made it through lesson one. I have to admit I delayed about five minutes before I grabbed the fresh journal which was just three feet from me on my dresser and the pen that was right by my bed. Anyways, I just wanted to ask you to pray for me. In the last three minutes, I got my answer for what I want, and I'm excited to see it. It's as easy as knowing at the end of my days here on earth that I chose right, that I invested my time properly, that I can go to the eternal happiness, proud of myself for doing the right things with my time choosing a life with my Savior guiding me, choosing to live my life like it matters, to be happy, to be loved, to be proud of myself. Anyway, I love you and your wife very much, and I miss you all. It would be so nice to talk to you both again. Love, Warrior, Marsha Doughty. See, when people come to me, they learn the value of their time. They learn the value themselves. And see, the problem is that a lot of people don't know where they're living remember i talk about this all the time that uh i used to travel with a garmin you know nowadays we have our gps's in our cars so i would take my garmin out of the house take it in the house i'd type in the address i was going to drive to some city i was doing a training in and then i'd you know in the morning i'd just go out put the garmin in the car and just drive away but every once in a while when i was in the house uh, my machine my garmin would not give me instructions. Why? because it could not locate me. The satellite couldn't locate me. And this was such a powerful thing. Uh, What a great lesson. Because even though that's a computer tied to a satellite that sits above our planet, that sees all knows all, if it cannot locate me, if it does not know my starting point, then even though I gave it clear destination, it cannot give me instructions. You know, the old stories about a guy in uh, cornfields in Nebraska. He's out in the middle of the country. He's going to an appointment, and he's been driving uh, an hour longer than he should have been. He's lost, and it all looks the same. There's just cornfields everywhere. It all looks the same, dirt road and cornfields. So he's driving around, turning around, making left, driving for a while, turning back around, and just lost. And at one point, he sees a, a farmer working his fields. So he figures he'll just pull over and... He gets out of his car and uh, uh, calls the farmer, and the farmer stops what he's doing. He has a big old long piece of hay sticking out of his mouth, and he's leaning on a fork, you know, one of those uh, uh, those uh, pitchfork things. And so the, the guy, city folk guy walks up to the guy and says, Sir, I'm I'm lost, I think. Uh, I'm looking to get to this place. And he gave him the address, and the, the old farmer looked at him and said, uh, Sir, you can't get to there from here. <laughs> And see, that's the problem. If you don't know what your starting point is, you can't get to there from here. And not only if you don't know the starting point, if you're not in the proper place on the timeline. See, we have a past, we have a present, and we have a future. And we live in an America that wants you to focus on the past, right? We make up a fake history of 1619 project, right? Or oh, we go back to 1776 or we go back to 1812 or 1911, right? You've heard me do it over and over, right? That's the devil. The devil's accused of the brethren. The devil always wants to remind you of your past. But our God's got a future. Our God's got a hope. And God meets us where we're at in the now moment. But he doesn't take us backwards. He takes us forward. So we have a past, a present, future. We can only live in the present. That's why it's a gift. The past is a cancel check. It's history. The future is not guaranteed. Dale Valente, by the grace of God, will get it tomorrow. But none of us know because planes crash and people die. And today, I want you to consider your time and what value do you put on it and what investment do you do with it? I'm Black. We'll be right back.
0: Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hi, I'm Ben Hageman. I own American Pressure with my brother. Being family-owned and operated has allowed us to be very nimble and plan for demand and growth. Yes, we have machines and accessories on the shelf, with more arriving every day. We focus on delivering value by offering a full range of pressure washers and steam cleaners, and we are looking forward to taking care of our customers for years to come. Give us a call at 763-521-4442. American Pressure.
3: Pressure. Pressure. Spray
0: it. Don't
3: say it.
0: You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. For me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more.
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today we're talking about this incredible commodity called time. You know the way we're remembered when life is over is what did we do with our time, right? That's really what a eulogy is. And if you think about our mission statement, A mission statement, it's the best possible version of ourselves written today, but it's about a you and a me that's way out there. And that consists of uh, who we are, what we do, and the quality in which we do it. Don't you hear that one third of your mission statement, the foundation of mission statement is what are you going to do with your time? And how will you know if your time was properly invested, right? Because when we're talking about time, right, we need to understand two things. We first of all need to understand the value of it, right? How, how do you uh, how do you value it? And then also the investment of it. Where do you spend your time? Remember, I don't know if you remember. Uh, I think it's Acts three, uh, Paul and Peter. I used to think it was Paul and no, um Paul uh, Paul and John. I'm sorry, Peter and John. Paul's not uh, Paul yet; he's still Saul. But Paul and John were outside a temple, um, a synagogue, if you will, uh, and there was a guy crying for alms. Uh, and he said, uh, you know, begging for money, and I think it was Paul, I'm sorry, Peter, maybe it was John, but I'm sure it was Peter, that said, uh, silver and gold we have none of, but what I have uh, I freely give to you. And he said, get up and walk, all right? And that's where I'm at. You know, we're not in the highest uh, financial order. I, you know, it's, the economy's been tough, the COVID's been tough, and um, I'm not of this world, so the world doesn't love me, and we help people whether they have money or not. And so I don't have a lot of money right now. But what I do have, and I tell people all the time, is I have time. And I'm willing to spend my time with people. And in my time, sharing my time, people get the quality of what God's poured into me. See, I know that at the end of my life, I want to hear the song, Well Done, My Good and Faithful Servant. See, I wrote a song called The Dash of Your Life, and it really is about beginning with the end in mind. And what I mean by that is going to your funeral, Take a look at your life when your life's over. How do you want to be remembered? What do you want said about you? That's critical. And that really is about what have you done with your time? And in the middle of that song, I wrote this poem. And you'll hear it at the end of the show. We'll play it for you. And it says, I know of a man who stood to speak at a gathering of family and friends. He spoke of a friend no longer here and not long ago had been In a box at the front of the room, his friend does lay his final bed, tears flowing, speaking words of wisdom, and this is what he said. There's the date of our birth and the day that we die. The space between our dash of life does lie. The way that we live on this earth, this becomes our dash. When you live your life like it matters, it matters not the cars, the house, the cash. Think about that. Are there things you'd like to change? The time is now. You could be at the end or mid-dash range. You can't control the length of your dash. This is for God to divine. But the width, intensity, this is yours. No butt prints in the sands of time. What will you do today? Every day is like a ticking clock. How did you spend your time before your time in the box? When your eulogy is written, life's actions are rehashed. It's okay to be proud of the things they say about how you spent your dash. And that's really how we're judged. At the very end of life, the Bible's very clear, it's appointed for man to die one time, and then comes the judgment. And we'll all be judged, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what we've done? What did we do with our time? Because God's going to open the books. And we know for sure that there's at least two books. The one book is the Lamb's Book of Life, and the other book is the Book of Deeds. Now, I've read commentary and identified two or three other books, but we know for sure those two books. And so each one of us, some of you Christians out there think you will not be judged. Oh, yes, you will. We're all going to be judged. We go through a different judgment, but a judgment nonetheless. See, the great white throne judgment is for those who have not accepted uh, and humbled themselves at the feet of Jesus Christ. For those that wanted to do what they wanted to do with their time, you're know, like I said, I did it my way, right? Frank Sinatra's out there uh, that you want to do it your way, and you want to spend your time because it's your time, and you're going to spend it how you want to spend it and do what you want to do. That's great. You can do that. God gives you that choice. Uh, You will be standing in front of the white throne judgment of God. And he will open your book of works. And he'll hold you to account for everything you did that missed the mark. That was against God's will. That was unholy. And there's nothing you can do to make up for. So anybody standing in front of the white throne judgment of God. It's a works-based judgment. um, Separation from God for eternity is the outcome. That's the consequence of what you did with your time. Now for those of us that know that we're not God, for those of us that know that all fall short of the glory of God, for those of us that know that our time is not our time, for it is not I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. So I die so Christ can live through me. I pick up my cross daily because I know that my time isn't my time. My time could be your time. You call me up and you got a gun to your head. All of a sudden, my time becomes your time. God says, hey, there's a homeless person there, I help them out. My time is God's time. You see the difference? And so for those of us that at some point, even if it's at the very end like the thief on the cross, that we choose to turn our schedule over to God, to let God be the master of our schedule, to say to God that it's no longer I who lives, but it's Christ who lives in me. It's no longer my schedule, it's your schedule. It's no longer my time, it's your time. You go then from Kronos to Kairos. Because it doesn't matter how much time on your clock you have on this planet. if you spend that time or should I say allow God to invest that time, then whatever time God's giving you that's what he's giving you because I know at the end of my life I want to hear the words well done, my good and faithful servant. second uh, second chronicle no first chronicle uh, First Corinthians. Ten three, actually, I think. Sorry, I'm way off. First Corinthians three five says, "Who is Paulus? Who is Paul? Who is right? God's the only one who does the increase. Yes, some water. Yes, some plant, some harvest. But it's God who does the increase, and we'll be all rewarded for what we do with our time. That's why I do this radio show. I want to stir you up. I want to make you know the value of you. You are unique. You are special." Of all the people that have ever lived on this planet, no one has the exact same fingerprints and DNA and so many other things. You are special. And you are made to do something special with your time. Come to Like It Matters. Let me help you clean yourself up and learn what you're supposed to be doing with your time. Because time is short. Time is running out. Time is fleeting. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you maximize the potentials you were created with. So whatever time you have left on this planet, that time is used powerfully, gracefully, incredibly. So that's what we want to do today. And in closing, I want to leave you with some powerful words, with some music, because music elicits emotion better than anything else, except, believe it or not, a smell. And please, take the next two minutes, block off your time, and just focus on the words that are coming across this radio because this time right now the next two minutes might be the most important time of this day I know of a man who stood to speak at a gathering of family and friends he spoke of a friend no longer here not long ago had been in a box at the front of the room there his friend does rest his final bed Tears flowing, speaking words of wisdom. And this is what he said. There's the date of our birth and the day that we die. The space between our dash of life does lie. The way that we live on this earth, this becomes our dash. When you live life like it matters, it matters not the cars, the house, the cash. Planes crash, people die. In the wink of the of life. still time to set things right in the dash of your life. Think about that are there things you'd like to change the time is now you could be at the end or mid dash range you can't control the length of your dash this is for God to define the width, intensity this is yours, no butt prints in the sands of time what will you do today? Every day is like a ticking clock. How did you spend your time before your time in the box? When your eulogy is written, life's actions rehashed. It's okay to be proud of things they say about how you spent your dash. Planes crash and people die in the wink of an eye.
4: That if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround. Our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather.
0: Learn more at surroundmsp.com. surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Ringing.